Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Music Insiders, the podcast that takes a deep dive into music, past and present, and analyzes the evolution of music over time. I have the honor to be your obedient host, LJ Azala. Last week, we spoke about Dvorak and Berlioz's roles in giving melodies to the viola and the orchestra. This time, however, we're going to delve into the music full of wonder and magic, Broadway musicals. Specifically today, we're going to see how Broadway musicals have influenced the massive Disney commercial hits, starting with a film that launched the Disney renaissance, The Little Mermaid. Before we can talk about The Little Mermaid, we must take a brief glance at Broadway musicals. If you're not familiar, Broadway refers to the avenue in New York City which gave birth to The Musical. A musical is a kind of theatrical performance that mixes together spoken dialogue and acting together with song and dance. Often these songs are propelled by the plot of the musical as the characters on stage transition from speaking to singing while an orchestra begins to play the music in the background. This already sounds similar to The Little Mermaid and the Disney animated films to follow, so how exactly are Disney and Broadway musicals connected? From 1934 through 1941, animation in the United States reached its golden age. This is due to the massive influence of Walt Disney and the Walt Disney Animation Studios. Walt Disney began producing feature-length animations, beginning with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, in 1937. Many more animation classics followed, including Pinocchio, Fantasia, and Dumbo, and after the end of this golden age came Cinderella, Peter Pan, and Sleeping Beauty. However, the Disney company took a massive hit when Walt Disney passed away in 1966, and his brother Roy O. Disney passing away shortly after in 1971. Michael Eisner became the next CEO of Disney, but unfortunately for the animation department, Eisner wasn't fond of animation, especially after years of box office failures. Eisner, in an attempt to devote more resources towards live-action films, moved the animation department from the main Disney lot in Burbank to a bunch of hangars, warehouses, and trailers in Glendale. The future of Disney's animation department seemed bleak. However, four years later, they hit a huge commercial success with the live-action animation hybrid Who Framed Roger Rabbit. After this massive critical success, they wondered what they could create to follow it. For that, they looked towards Broadway musicals. You see, during this time of the golden age of animation by Disney, a golden age also developed for Broadway musicals. Jack Viertel states in his book The Secret Life of the American Musical, his opinion is that this golden age begins on the opening night of Oklahoma in 1943 and ends on the opening night of A Chorus Line in 1975. The musicals within this time period defined the genre and built the structure followed by many successful musicals. Some of these musicals include South Pacific, My Fair Lady, and The King and I. One of the defining aspects of musicals thus far was the I Want song. We can hear an example of this in My Fair Lady with Wouldn't It Be Loverly. Eliza Doolittle voices her desires in song, how she wants to escape poverty and achieve comfort and stability. This song gives us, the audience, her motive which propels the plot forward. Now, we have a heroine who seeks to achieve her goals, her dreams, the things she wants in life. Another example of the I Want song is found in a musical called Little Shop of Horrors. In the song, Somewhere That's Green, Audrey dreams of leaving her abusive boyfriend and longs for a simple suburban life with Seymour. A matchbox of 
our own A fence of real chain link A grill out on the patio Dispose all in the sink A washer and a dryer And an ironing Tracked house that we share somewhere that's green. The lyrics of this song gives a motivation for Audrey, something for her to try to achieve during the rest of the musical. This ties in nicely with The Little Mermaid because in trying to create an animated Broadway musical, Disney hires Howard Ashman and Alan Menken, who previously worked together on The Little Shop of Horrors, as a lyricist and composer for this new movie. Both Ashman and Menken made contributions that made The Little Mermaid sound like a Broadway musical. Ashman credits classic musicals, including ones by famous composer-lyricist team Rodgers and Hammerstein for the I Want song. He drew inspiration from these musicals in making the power ballad for the mermaid princess Ariel, Part of Your World. Listen closely to the lyrics of this song. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, feet. (laughs) Flipping your fins, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, strolling along down a, what's that word again? Street. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free. Wish I could be part of that world. You can tell how much this song is influenced by Broadway musicals. Ariel sings about the one thing that she wants, and paves the way for the story in which she tries to become a human. In addition to the main song, Ashman introduces Broadway musical features into other aspects of the movie. He implements seamless transitions from dialogue into song, as can be heard in the beginning of Under the Sea. Ashman also states how the sea witch Ursula's song, Poor Unfortunate Souls, is a song completely used for plot purposes. This song demonstrates Ursula's evil intentions and introduces the main conflict of the story. Not only does Ashman incorporate musical theater through the songs, but Mencken uses the techniques of underscoring and musical quotation in the score of The Little Mermaid. The two songs, Part of Your World and Poor Unfortunate Souls, serve as the themes of Ariel and Ursula respectively. Whenever Ariel does something to get closer to what she longs for, the music of Part of Your World plays in the background. Similarly, whenever Ursula is up to no good, we hear the music of Poor Unfortunate Souls. The contributions of Ashman and Mencken work together to create a cohesive Broadway musical experience in a new animated musical format. This genre of animated musicals has flourished ever since. The Little Mermaid launched the Disney Renaissance, a period of time where Disney made a return to critically acclaimed animated features and led to more animated musicals like Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, and movies closer to the present time like Moana and Frozen. The impact of Broadway musicals on Disney films is undeniable. Disney, using the architecture of Golden Age musicals, has generated a formula to create timeless classics where kids and adults sing along with to this day. With Frozen releasing a sequel and with no sign of stopping, 
the Broadway musical will forever live on in Disney animated musicals.